Good afternoon and welcome to Raising the Roof with John Marion. My name is John Marion. I'm your host. And in Springfield, Missouri today, the sun is shining. And we have Skywire Solar on in celebration of the sun finally <laughs> shining. Finally. It's, yeah, it's been uh, a long time since we've seen the sun. Uh, anyway, so we've got Skywire Solar here. We've got uh, Scott Tenab. Now, correct me if I'm if I'm wrong, because it's Scott Tenabin. Yep, you say it, Tenabin. Okay, and Mike Mertens. Yep, thanks right. for having us. They are energy consultants from Skywire Solar. Guys, thank you so much for being here. Absolutely, thanks for having it. us. Hey, if you haven't listened to our show before, uh, we started the show. I, I own John Marion Custom Homes. We started the show, and the premise is to educate you, the listener, uh, when it comes to home building issues or remodeling issues. Each week, we'll have another guest or a different guest on, and we want uh, we want you to listen and, and ask questions and and really you know take part in the conversation here. Today, uh, we're going to be discussing solar uh, and how to capture it for energy. If you have any questions as we go along, you can call the studio. Uh, the studio number is 862-9977. Uh, which one of you guys want to go first here? We want to know more about each of you and how you got to Skywire Solar. Absolutely. Mike, you want to go ahead? Of course he does. Look sure. at him. Just <laughs> chomping at the bit. Hey, one thing before this, I forgot to introduce Lisa Barr. <laughs> Lisa Barr is our production manager slash office manager. Lisa, thank you so much. You're welcome, John. I'm <laughs> she, happy to be here. <laughs> she loves when I do that. Anyway, Mike, tell us about you. All right. Well, just a little bit about me. I, I'm a California native. Uh, I was an implant to the Midwest about 15 years ago, um, actually 16 years ago. And uh, as soon as I got to the Midwest, I worked for a retail company, and then I jumped right into real estate, did that for 10 years, uh, did some accounting, some construction, and then found my way back into sales for Skywire Solar. Great. That's that's quite a, quite a jump from California. <laughs> yeah. What about you, Scott? I'm, uh, I'm originally from Kansas City area. Um, my background has pretty much been construction. Until uh, recently, <clears throat> when I moved back to the area to take care of my father, uh, I started with a local company down in Kimberling City, uh, Outdoor Rooms by Design. And from there, I, I got really interested, took some uh, different classes and got certified in different areas of electronics uh, and production series uh, and, and kind of stumbled across Skywire and Skywire reached out to me and I was really intrigued by, by their core values and how much they're oriented towards the customer because there's all kinds of technology that's out there and, and especially when it's on a rise, but right. someone that's still so detail oriented about people really drew me out. So the owner of Skywire is James that's correct, right. James Bartley. So James yeah. Bartley, uh, you know he's listening. He's a- absolutely, he was, he was waiting for that. <laughs> he is waiting for you too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we're running a special today. What was it like? It was a hundred dollar installation. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, James is calling. Three hundred ninety-eight oh six. Three James. Free solar panels. <laughs> James is wishing he hadn't sent you to. <laughs> No, and he's a great guy. So I, I, I've known James and some of the other uh, guys that work for the company for a number of years. Um, he started, what, 10 years ago with mm-hmm. the electrical portion. 
And how long has Skywire Solar been? So we were doing solar pretty much right out the after about the first year of business, okay. uh, but we didn't separate it and actually do business as Skywire Solar. Uh, until here in 2017 people just didn't associate the name with solar they would completely just overlook us right uh, and and obviously us wanting to be the best we wanted people to understand what they would actually get from us yeah so you you two are actual actually uh, energy consultants so you actually will go to the to the client and you're kind of the liaison and you manage the projects and that type of thing but James and uh, Richard and some of the other guys on the crew they're actually electricians, mm -hmm. and J James probably holds a master's Absolutely. license, yeah. and, and some of the other guys have been doing this for a long time. So what what the customer is getting with you is not only your knowledge, but they're getting an actual electrician's knowledge, and they have knowledge with the solar portion, too. Mm -hmm. Because, that's, I mean, that's super important, because I could go online, and as a DIYer, I can order things from the internet and try to do my own but I'm not an electrician right and, you know any of the hard part is is you know with with Google growing the way that it is and, and being able to learn anything you want you know solar is, is so detail oriented around the details and, and it's different in every single state it, it doesn't work the same in every state so understanding how these components are actually going to work and affect you is part of the detail and the research you can't always find uh, so, you know, me and Mike's first priority every time is to make sure that the customer actually has a true understanding of what's really going to happen because there's been so many misconceptions between, you know, Facebook ads and all kinds of different informations out there. They just don't really have a, a true conception of what's actually going to happen in the future. Right. No, that, that makes a lot of sense. So tell, tell you know, the listener what, what services you guys provide. I mean, you don't just do solar. I mean, there's a lot of other things that you can do, too. Well, Scott. Scott and I, we, <clears throat> we visit with the homeowners and we go over what uh, their immediate goals with solar are. We outline some of the ups and the downs of it, the limitations of solar. Um, basically, we're there to guide them in, in making a smart choice, uh, whether that's to go solar or not to go solar. Um, one of the best things about our company is, as you mentioned, we have everybody on our crew has some uh, some b basic or, or master level right. experience with uh, electricity. And a lot of times we find latent defense, defects in a home's electrical system while we're there. Right. And, and I, I do not doubt that at all because and we've talked about it on the show many times. Springfield, uh, Greene County, Christian County, uh, you know, we have a permitting process and codes in place. But there's a lot of counties that don't, and that's why you know I've told the listeners many times to hire someone that's reputable, uh, especially especially with electricity. I mean, yeah, I mean that, we're one of the few guys. Uh, you don't have to actually be a certified electrician to install solar. I mean it has to be signed off on right. uh, when the project's complete. But you know with us kind of you know going back to what Mike's saying. Every person that steps on property, aside from the consultants, is a certified electrician somewhere in the journey of becoming a master of electrician. Mm -hmm. uh, so that's one thing that does diversify Skywire Solar is that, I mean, we're working with electricity. Wouldn't you want it to be certified electricians that right. are actually installing it? And that's a plus for you guys to step onto my job or if it's a remodel job. You step onto my job and I didn't build the house, but we're in charge of the remodeling process and we're adding solar. And I have another set of eyes looking at that project, and if there's something going on with the electrical system, we want to know about it. And the homeowner needs to know about it. Mm -hmm. And if you hire, you know, some of the companies that are out there, if you hire somebody, and I hate to jump on Craigslist every week, but, 
I mean, you get what you pay for. Absolutely. A lot of that. And anyway, so that's good that you guys, you know, you have that. What about some of the other, like, certifications and training? What do you, what, what so do you guys do? So there's the uh, NAPSEP, which is the solar certification. Uh, it's not something that is required also to be a solar installer, but it's something that our owner, James Bartley, went out and wanted to have before he even started solar as a whole. Uh -huh. uh, and then you have your solar uh, energy uh, associations, the MOSIA and the CSO. There's just a Missouri chapter and then a national chapter. Okay. Uh, we're also part of those as well. Very, very cool. Okay, uh, before we go to break, so Skywire Solar, you can reach them. They're in Ozark, Missouri. Their telephone number is 417-300-9806. You guys have a really, really nice website. It's uh, skywiresolar.com. Uh, we'll have more discussion with Scott Tenevin and Mike Mertens, energy consultants with Skywire Solar, after break. Welcome back to Raising the Roof with John Marion. Our guests today are from Skywire Solar. We have Scott Tenevin and Mike Mertens uh, here in the studio with us. Uh, so, Scott, we were talking at break uh, about some of the costs. I know the first thing that people ask me whenever we introduce or even discuss solar on their project is, you know, cost. Is it, you know, is it affordable, paybacks, and that type of thing? And I tell them it depends, right? It's 100% dependable. Every project is 100% different, and it always starts just with your usage. I mean, we could live in the exact same home built at the exact same time with the exact same insulation values, etc. But we're going to live in it completely different, and we're going to have completely different usages. So it obviously starts with what do you need in the way of solar first and foremost. After that is how can we install it? Is it going on the roof or the ground? Because there's going to be two different production values based on how those are actually installed. Uh, so it's, it's always really hard to shoot from the hip, and, and, and you know, just kind of a, a bad trade thing that happens out there. There's a lot of guys that will just shoot random numbers from the hip. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and I always try to tell people, if you hear that, just kind of, it's, it's a buyer beware thing. I mean, if anyone can just rattle off numbers just that fast, right. it, it's just never really a good sign. So we're doing a, uh, a home out in Willard that you guys are doing solar for us on. Mm -hmm. It's going to be on the uh, Home Builders Association Parade of Homes, and it'll be in June. So... You know, we invite you guys out to, you know, the, the listeners, we invite you out to, you know, take a look and, and look at that home. But so whenever we were planning that project, you guys actually performed a site study. Yeah. A home study, right? So we did an overview because obviously the home wasn't there yet. And in most cases, we start with some kind of image from Google. Uh, usually those are three years old anyway, so it's hard to be really uh, detailed about that. Uh, but that's when you actually sent me the plan set, and I was actually able to 3D uh, render a home based on your plan set and kind of say, hey, this is what it looks like. If we were to do solar on there, I know the orientation then, and I can give you production values. And ultimately, we ended up deciding that the ground mount was a better situation for this home. Yeah. Hey, uh, let's take a uh, call. Uh, Dennis, are you there? Yes, sir, I am. Hey, Dennis, what's your question? Well, price is the, is the big thing. And uh, uh, unlike the people that follow Nancy Pelosi, uh, I don't vote for it until I uh, know what's in it. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> $100 a month city utility bill. Yeah. Second story mounting on metal roof. Okay. Uh, what's it going to cost? I mean, because if, if you can't answer that question, <laughs> here's the the common misconception that I don't like to go off of is is people want to give me one utility bill, and that 
solar is doing something different every single month based on how much sun is out, based on the orientation of your roof. So, you know, what I, I commonly say is if you give me your average, I can only give you an average quote. And I would much rather do my homework and give you an actual detailed quote. Uh, and this is usually where I ask you for, for 12 months of your energy usage. And I, I'm not worried about the dollar amounts. I'm worried about what the actual energy you're using is. Because at some point, you're going to overproduce, or we hope to, to help you overproduce, which shouldn't be a problem from the sounds of what your utility bill is. But I want to produce this and know when you're going to actually use those credits later on bills that you're not overproducing. Uh, and, and a lot of people don't like this answer because I can't just shoot from the hip and give you a number, but it's because I want to be accurate to you. I want to give you a real number to walk away with so that the next guy that you talk to may try to do that. I, I just want you to be fully educated. Again, our, our, our due diligence at Skywire is to educate, educate, educate uh, at all times. Uh, but I can tell you metal roofs are, are a prime situation for solar if you do have metal. Uh, just simply the way that the mounting goes is the least likely to uh, have any leaks, even though we offer a 12-year leak-free guarantee. What do you think, yeah, Dennis? Well, like I said, I've talked to, oh, two dozen different contractors across the state, and I've always believed in solar and wind power. Um, none of them can tell me, you know, what it's going to cost, what it's going to do for me. Well, no. and like we, we talked uh, right before, you know, we had you on, is you really, it's an individual uh, you know, case by case basis. I mean, so they they would. I mean, it's just like with me building a home. Uh, it's all going to depend on bells and whistles. What what we're putting in the system. But you know, I would I would definitely uh, suggest you give them a call and and it doesn't cost anything. Does no, it, uh, to... evaluations are a hundred percent free. Uh, we want to make sure whether this is a, a situation that makes sense for you or it doesn't make sense, and we want to be honest to you on that. Uh, but the best thing you can do is call and, and, and go ahead and look up your values for as many as the tw last 12 months as possible as far as your, your kilowatt hour usage uh, per month so we can actually give you a detailed forecast of what that's going to look like for you. Hey, Dennis, okay, thank well, you very I, much. I will definitely call you. Thank okay, you. appreciate it. Thanks, Dennis. Yeah, so let's talk about costs then. <laughs> so and, and Because he is, I mean, that's what I was saying right before his call is everybody typically they get scared because they don't know one how much the initial cost is or payback uh, but a lot of people don't realize that there is some federal tax credits still mm -hmm. available uh, the co-ops are helping some in different co-ops I mean offer different amounts yeah so right now in our area the uh, the only available rebate is through uh, Liberty and or Empire uh, and, and currently there's there's news uh, of, of other situations that could be happening that we don't have a lot of truth on, so I don't want to sit here and try to spread gossip or anything. Right. Uh, and then as far as the tax credit go, it is 30% of the total cost. Um, you know, with just trying to be truth and honest, what up front you can kind of just start thinking about on an average home would be somewhere around 30000 mm -hmm. uh, Then you, there's no surprises at that point, and it's just kind of really dived around your energy usage at that point again. Uh, but if you're just trying to have a, a ballpark round of the round of the hip number, just kind of think that first, and, and we'd love to surprise you if it comes in less, and, and we'd love to tell you why if it comes in a little bit more. Yeah, but 30, the 30% 30 tax credit, I mean, that's an awesome, Absolutely. awesome deal. I mean, we use it, too, with our customers on geothermal. Well, the project we just did, they're going to get a great rebate back on that one. Yeah, I mean, that's going to, I mean, it was almost a no-brainer by the time. So we, on this home that we're doing for the Prada Homes, We've used foam insulation. We use a great window package by Anderson. Um, the HVAC system, it's a train system. It's, I mean, it's an awesome system. 
and then we have solar on top of that. Their utility bills are going to be, there's going to be months where they don't have a utility bill. Even even with the swimming pool? Even, yeah, you know. and this is a, it's a 6,000 square foot house. Mm -hmm. So yeah, there's initial upfront cost, but you guys can tell the homeowner too, that payback period, right? Absolutely. Uh, and a lot of people's initial questions are ROI and or they'll see on Facebook where someone has commented, oh, it's a 40 year ROI. Uh, ultimately, your ROI really starts stemming from who your utility company is and, and how much you can actually stand to save from what they're charging you uh, is really the big telltale sign. It, it's not a per who's making what at what price. Uh, I mean, there has to be savings to be had if your rebates are available, your tax credits, all that's kind of factored in. And again, it comes down to being the same thing. It's a per property analysis. Right. And it would, yeah. So you look too at just, for instance, the way we mounted. Uh, the solar panels on this job are for our prey to homes. We had an option we could do a roof mount or we could do a ground mount. Well, this, this is on acreage, so we decided to do the ground mount because over time they're going to yield, they're going to have a, more savings because if they have to uh, ever remove the panels and, you know, re-shingle or whatever, they're going to they're save more money if it's ground mount. Absolutely. I mean, there's there's less to worry about in the way of if you do have roof damage and they have to come off. Uh, but, you know, every roof is different. It faces its orientation right. uh, depending on what the pitch is. Uh, so we know in our area that 30 degrees tilt and face due south is the best for a solar setup. So when we do ground mounts, we can point it in the exact best direction possible. Oh, yeah. And what that means is less equipment to do the same amount of work as you might have to have more equipment on the roof to do the same thing, which ultimately means less cost. Well, let's talk about equipment. Um, so typically, or can you guys just explain to the listener how how the whole system kind of works? Works great. <laughs> and he is a talker, folks. Okay, Lisa. I trained him. Lisa, would you please tell the listener how this works? Here's my computer. Science. <laughs> All right. So how, walk them through how how we how we capture the energy from the sun uh, and they blow dry their hair. Well, it's it's kind of a complicated process. Basically, there's uh, these little magic wafers inside of your solar panel that collect uh, sunlight and uh, start moving around electrons and produce DC energy. The DC energy is then converted with an inverter, either centrally or per panel, um, and then that DC or AC energy is uh, shipped over to your home. So, whenever it gets to the home, are you? Years ago, the batteries, I mean, stored energy for nighttime use, So, and, but they were really expensive. So do you, on on your houses that you're doing now, are there very many people that do the batteries? Or have the battery prices come down? Have they gotten better? Unfortunately, right now, batteries, the, the performance versus the cost isn't there yet for the customers, right. but it's coming. Um, we, we hear a lot of stuff coming down the pipeline that's really cool is going to help out homeowners and it's going to be cost effective but as of right now um, buying batteries with a, a solar system uh, is a lot like throwing a boat anchor out on a boat mm -hmm. that's going full speed ahead right well and the reason i asked that because i i've dealt with other solar companies before and that's a money maker for them mm -hmm. absolutely they're going to push it uh and, and you, i mean the listeners need to know the truth a common I mean, analogy I use is, you know, it's kind of like flat screen TVs. A couple years ago, you spent $800 for a 32-inch, and now you spend $800 and get an 80-inch. 
you know, that same kind of transition uh, and the increase in, in better technology coming down the pipe that makes it more valuable for people to actually have batteries uh, and more of a reason. And especially in our area, uh, the way our utility structures are, we don't necessarily need batteries. It's, it's kind of a, one of those things that really helps out when people have, you know, on peak high rates right. so and so forth. It, it just really doesn't make a whole lot of sense in our area, especially right now. And that's where I was going with it because I want the, I want you, the listeners to realize that just because someone is pushing the batteries, you don't need them. And talking about the utility rates, you pay a premium during certain hours, and then you have off-peak hours. So explain to them how how that might work. And so we're seeing it kind of come into the area. It's not 100% one of those things that's here now. Basically, we just see tiered break broken between summer rate and winter rate. Uh, but we did get word. Mike actually found out uh, the other day about one that's kind of changing their utility structure and how it's going to work. And yeah, basically the residents or the residential customers of this particular co-op are being hit with demand charges. Um, basically, it's an account of the the uh, accumulated amount of wattage that you're needing at any one time, and it's a very small window of your day. And if for instance, you need 20,000 watts of electricity at any time during the day. They're going to ship you that every single day, and they're going to bill you for it, whether you use it or not. And that's where batteries will start to come into play because you can program those batteries to come on and shave some of those peak times right. off. But they're not, they're not designed for an off-grid or a, a, an emergency backup type of situation. Right. But during a peak time, uh, I mean, typically the sun is out, and you're generating a lot of a lot of power and you can actually if your home is energy efficient and you're not using all of that power then it feeds back to the utility company right? correct correct and so the utility company would give us credit on my bill as a as a homeowner and then throughout the night whenever the batteries would could come into effect or we would need them mm -hmm. well then I've got that credit to help me get through those times right absolutely and so and it, you can kind of look at it at a per month basis as if you overproduced in the month of May. Uh, most of our utilities in the, state of, in the state of Missouri, especially in this area here, uh, you're basically good with that credit until the next month of May. So if you produced in May, June, July, all those months you're overproducing, you're actually building credits towards a month later down when the cup isn't so full of solar and you need to use those towards that. Exactly. Okay. I, if you need to get a hold of uh, Skywire Solar, their telephone number is 417-300-9806. As always, if you need to get a hold of me at John Marion Custom Homes, you can reach our office at 356-3500 or take a look at our website at johnmarioncustomhomes.com. We'll have more discussion with Skywire Solar after break. Welcome back to Raising the Roof with John Marion. Our guests today are from Skywire Solar. We have Scott Tenevin and Mike Mertens. They are energy consultants. If you need to get a hold of Skywire Solar, uh, their number is 300-9806. Their website is skywiresolar.com. Before break, we started discussing uh, a few benefits, but let's, let's go ahead and, and just lay them out. Um, as far as the environmental impact, to me, that's that's super important because um, we're 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 capturing uh, renewable en energy and we're using it in our home, and it's helping 
I mean, it's helping our, our, our co-ops and our utilities too, uh, because we're not buying that energy from them and we're, they're not having to, uh, you know, burn natural gas or coal and that type of thing. Right. So, I mean, obviously what takes coal is we need to cut tap down trees. So, I mean, there's, there's so many resources that go in just to producing coal to burn it and create pollution in the first place. Mm -hmm. So obviously the uh, environmental impact is, is always a huge thing. And, and you can always, anytime you get one of our proposals, it actually will give you a value of how many trees you saved, uh, how many cars uh, that you're taking off the road, how many semi trucks that you took off the road uh, and how many trees you proposedly planted as well. So it's, mm -hmm. it's always fun to learn those details too. Okay, if you're driving a truck, do not call us. <laughs> <laughs> also, inside of the, the monitoring app that all of our customers have access to, um, it also tells you daily how many trees you would have planted or how many uh, less miles yeah. you would have driven. That's uh, kind of a cool cool aspect to that. And that's an ongoing thing, right? Mm -hmm. Get that monitoring for how long? Yeah, 365 days a year as long as you own the system and whoever else wants to continue the monitoring after that. So that's huge, I think. We really like it. We use it for an aspect of, you know, we don't want, we don't want to sound like creeps, but we want to be as close to your home, your roof, whatever we did the install on as possible. Uh, we want to know it's doing exactly what we told you it was going to do. Well, Scott, that sounds a little creepy. It right? is. I know it is. <laughs> <laughs> no, that, that, that's, that's cool that you guys want to stay involved with your customers. You're, you're not out there and you just throw the system together. And you never see you, you know, never see the installers in there. Yeah, absolutely. We actually just recently got a review from a guy that uh, he bought from us four years ago and, and left an awesome review, just kind of just depicting it. He just left an update saying, hey, it's four years later. This is what the guys have done. This is what I've enqueued. And, and just his, I don't want to verbatim any of his review. You can go on and, and right. find it really easy. So, what about, I've got here locks and utility rates. What do you, what do you mean by that? Well, <clears throat> we know that utility rates are never going to stay the same. They're always going to go up. Mm -hmm. So in a finance situation where you are saying solar is right for me, let's move forward, um, let, but I'm going to need some help with that. So you're going to have a finance charge every month from the solar loan company, and essentially that, that bill is never going to go up or down. It doesn't fluctuate, but eventually it will go, will go away. Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, on the other side of that spectrum, you've got the utility bill, which you've cut by 80 or 90 or 100 percent. Right. That will continue to rise, but at such a small rate that it's hardly noticeable. Okay. And then we've talked about tax credits. And then this is something I, I really don't know. I don't have any idea. What about the value added to the home? So just, I mean, this is a common question we get, and there is a way to appraise the appreciated value uh, of solar to a home. Um, so usually, I mean, they'll, they'll come out and say that it's somewhere around 18 to 20%, but just here in our area where solar hasn't really caught up like it has in the east and west coast, the appraisers really haven't forced in and, and forced to adapt it just yet. Mm -hmm. So it's one of those things that in the next three to five years, uh, it will definitely be forced to adapt. But right now, I mean, we can give you an idea what that is, but I, I'm never a guy that's going to sit there and tell you that this is exactly what it is. You're going to expect your home to sell next week for, for this right. appreciated value. Well, Part and it depends. I mean, there's a lot of other factors to take into account. But as a so national many. average, I mean, it's going to add value to Absolutely. your home. You just put a mini business, business on your roof or in your yard. It's producing yeah. electricity. It's oh, yeah. producing it's a tradable energy. commodity. Um, the American Appraisal Institute up in Chicago, Illinois, actually has a green worksheet that you can print off uh, and kind of help you give you a value of your of your home with solar attached to it. Um, I think that's how other states kind of got that ball rolling. Right. Um, th 
part of the problem, like Scott said, it's, it's solar is still relatively new in the Midwest, mm -hmm. <clears throat> especially in our state. And so the sold comparables in our market, our markets, right. uh, just aren't there yet. Well, in, in our market here, um, the appraisers, I mean, in, if you're an appraiser and listening, do not call me. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, it's true because I, I've got builder friends that uh, projects fall apart all the time because we are trying to incorporate green or energy efficient type items into the home and there's no comparables out there mm -hmm. so we can't get the comps necessary and th there's ways around that but the appraisal industry is kind of behind times here also yeah um, so that's something I mean appraisers if you're listening I mean it might be something to get with some of these you know like Skywire and talk talk through it because there's there's other areas of the country that are getting comps or they're getting the comparables without having that house you know within a certain radius of the house being sold there's formulas that you can do to get you know get the comps up for that house or for that sale mm -hmm. so okay uh, and we we discussed the ROI or return of, on investment typically and I, and I know it's going to depend on what they have on the roof but what's the average uh, it could go as low as eight up to 15 years mm -hmm. uh, it really a hundred percent again depends on the the utility company you have and especially in the area where there could be utility companies in the same neighborhood that are different uh, we we actually have someone that works for us that she has a, a barn and a house and they're on two different utility companies even though they're both on the same property mm -hmm. wow. so it's just a whole different world yeah. here uh, but it is completely dependent uh, starting with your usage and your utility company that mm -hmm. will come down and boil down what it is going to be on that ROI but that gives the listeners a range mm -hmm. to go and so the average lifespan of a system one that you're you're installing <laughs> not the one that you buy on Craigslist, <laughs> this is this is one of my favorite things because uh, there, there's two sides to this, and, and my, my favorite thing is is everyone seems to think that the panels are just going to die after their 25 year warranty. Right. Uh, and I always combat that with, well, did your car die at 80,000 miles when the warranty was up? No. So they're going to live long past the 25 year warranty. That's I mean, if you offer a 25 year warranty, you know what kind of product you're working with. Mm -hmm. The other side of that is there's a lot of them that offer a 25 year warranty, but the warranty is only good if the manufacturer's there. Uh, so we really like the, the products that we use uh, in the way of the modules. The modules actually are, have a third-party back warranty to guarantee that you will have every bit of your 25-year warranty. So who's the manufacturer of your particular product? We use Mission Solar. Are they... Um, Made in America. Yeah, San Antonio, Texas. Are they? Mm -hmm. That's where I was getting at. I mean, because they're... And I've seen them. They're uh, solar panels that are made in foreign countries. China. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, really, and so people hear about those types of panels, and over time, they do degrade, and they're only 20, you know, they, they go from 100% effective, 75%, 50, 25, and before long, nothing. Right. And so that is a misconception about solar well, the warranties that are in place are there to ensure that your panels and components don't degrade faster than a certain threshold, and that mm -hmm. threshold is half a percent per year. Yeah. If at any time during your your 25-year warranty um, we have problems with your with your system, those components are replaced for free based on the fact that they probably degraded faster than they should have. And China, if you're listening, do not call us. <laughs> <laughs> You have to tell everybody. Yeah. You got to make sure to tell them because they're going to call and complain. 
about, um, oh, let's see here. I'm going through Elisa's list. She makes a great, you did Wasn't she supposed to tell a joke? Yeah, and what happened there? Uh, I thought she was supposed to tell a joke. at the end, but we've got a couple of jokes. You want to hear one now? Do Lisa? I want to hear it? No, do you I want... thought she was supposed to tell it. No, I wasn't. Okay, I'm going to, here we go. The first joke, Lisa. What do you think of wind and solar energy? I don't know, John. I'm a big fan. I believe uh, they have a bright future. That is terrible. I know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's let's get back to this. She always gets us off track. <laughs> All right. Here's another misconception. I think. I mean, I may be proven wrong here. So, at night, hmm. or uh, let's say during the day. I'm sorry. During the day, we have cloud cloud cover. Mm -hmm. I'm wasting my money with solar. With solar panels, right? No, that's not true. You're still producing. Obviously, right. it's not going to be prime. Mm -hmm. It's not going to be as much if the sun was directly overhead. But, you know, it's kind of like, think about school calculators and, and the little light mm -hmm. that you would have there. And it would still work. You would have to literally press your hand over it. So it's the same thing. And, you know, even if there's a thin layer of ice pulling, uh, we were actually just making a joke before we left the shop about the pollen that was sitting on our solar panels now and, and how everyone believes that it's just completely destroying their usage and it's just not the case. Mm -hmm. uh, obviously, it's not going to be the best optimal scenario with a shady day, but, uh, I mean, you're still producing. You're still offsetting what you would have been paying. Right, so that, I mean, that's a misconception and that's why... Kind of leads saying. into the other common misconception is that if the grid were to go down for instance, you would be able to use the power coming off of your solar panels. And there is a law, uh, it's called anti-islanding, and it says that when the grid goes down, your panels have to disconnect as well. Uh, the, the most uh, prevalent notion there is safety. Uh, the other thing is, is that even though the sun is uh, very abundant, we know it's gonna come up tomorrow, um, it's not as reliable as the electricity coming from the grid, because anything between you and the sun is going to affect the output of those panels. Mm -hmm. So uh, the, the other thing is, is if you could actually run off of the power coming strictly from your solar panel, we wouldn't have utility companies at all. Right. I mean, that oh, just yeah. Okay. Uh, we'll take a quick break here. Uh, if you need to get a hold of Skywire so Solar, their telephone number is 417-300-9806. We'll have more discussion with Skywire Solar after. Welcome back to Raising the Roof with John Marion. Our guests today are from Skyway Solar. We have Scott Tenenbaum and Mike Mertens. They're both energy consultants with Skywire, Skywire Solar, and uh, they are running a special today. <laughs> James is calling again. Like, no specials. <laughs> All right, so you know, we were talking at break about, uh, I guess, backfeed, backfeeding the system during outages and that type of thing. And we kind of went over it just a little bit before we went to break. So what they're talking about, and it's the same thing for like a generator. So if we have a generator in a home uh, and the, the, the grid goes down, whether it's a, a storm or whatever it might be, we have to have like a transfer switch. So when we, when we create energy in that home, we don't want it to backfeed onto the power grid or the system because the utility company or the co-op, they'll have linemen out trying to fix or repair the system and they could potentially 
you know, be electrocuted. Absolutely. So that's that's what they were talking about. So, um, all right. So, I guess what are the restrictions? I mean, other than that, for the for the consumer, I mean, city and county type regulations. Uh, we don't run into many of those, except for like your HOAs that have covenances uh, over certain communities that that will say that you can't install it. Um, after that, it, there you know sometimes there's fire codes that we have to abide by on how they are installed on the roof and, and far, as far as what formation they're actually laid out so that they can get into the top side of the roof if they need to add water, whatever the case. Um, and really besides that in our area we don't run into too many other restrictions that we really have to walk around uh, getting permitting and stuff like that that's all stuff we cover and we take care of on our behalf uh, we do have to get engineer drawings no different than for your job we had to get stamp drawings uh, to have that ground mount put in and, and, and pr provide what we are actually putting in the ground out there yeah and that's a lot of legwork for you to do I mean that process took us a while, you know a little bit to do because we had to go through the co-op and get permission and um, I don't remember now what took. We had an issue out there as far as maybe we were we were settling in on the location of it for a little bit, right? Uh, and then once that was nailed in, it was just finishing up because obviously we were working with a, a customer that was a little farther away. Uh, so getting paperwork signed and stuff like that. But the, after that, it, it, was, it was fairly yeah. easy after that and just waiting for the, the net metering approval. I remember what it was. It was on our. Uh, it was with the county. So whenever you're installing these um, on the ground type systems, as a consumer, you know, the importance of or where you put it is important, not only to capture that, you know, south, you know, facing sun uh, or panel to capture the sun, uh, but we had to take in consideration our septic system. And so a septic system, you know, it'll have uh, your tank and lateral lines that run, you know, 100 feet, depending on how many you have. It's a, it can be a big, like, grid, but then they also have a repair area, and that's, that's something that with Green County, since it's a permitting county, uh, they had to approve our location of it. So that's something that, uh, if you're thinking about solar, you might go ahead before you call Skywire or work with them and, uh, and know where your well is at, where your septic uh you know, Skywire, you guys are going to call dig right for yeah, sure. Yeah, we'll always mm -hmm. have everything marked out. And whenever we pull permits uh, inside city limits or anything, we always have to, especially if it's a ground mount, uh, we have to make sure of what the regulations are on how close on the sidelines and the front and rear lines yeah. of the property are. Property mm -hmm. setbacks. Uh, and then also they will overlay their map of under utilities as far as if there's water and sewer or any electrical in the area or anything like that that we have to stay away from as well. Yeah, I mean, it's always, I mean, whatever you're doing, always call. And it's a simple number to remember. It's 1-800-DIG-RIGHT. I promise it. It will save you a lot of money uh, <laughs> if you're doing anything in your yard. I don't care if you think you know. Call 1-800-DIG-RIGHT. Yep. Um, okay, so let's talk. Uh, tell me about some of the systems that you put in. I mean, You know, one of the, the ones we like to talk about the most is obviously we got to be a part of the Pinsmore Mansion. Uh, from the electrical side and from the solar side. Mm -hmm. uh, so we, we got to do a fairly large system out there and also did a battery backup system as well. Mm -hmm. uh, and the, the battery is the largest AC coupled battery. Uh, 80kW. 80kW, it weighs 80,000 pounds. Uh, so wow. it, it was one of those things where it's not something that everyone's done. The manufacturer hadn't heard of it that large yet and we got to take part in doing that. Uh, you know, the most exciting part is obviously, yes, it was a large project, it was a well-known project, but 
in that gentleman's case, he could have shopped anywhere. If he felt like the best people to do it were out of Germany, he could have flown them from Germany. He literally mm-hmm. shops the globe. And, and he, well, and he does. I mean, I, I don't know him personally, but I know people that have worked on that project. And he's bought, like, companies to work on that job mm-hmm. and brought in people from other states to live here and work on that job. So that says a lot about Skywire. To me, at least, yeah, they and could have had anybody in the world he wanted to do it. And he actually went uh, even furthermore to write a letter of recommendation about us, uh, which is something he, he openly admits that he does not do. Uh, but we were able to be there for him and, and really kind of surprise him. And, and our goal is to always exceed expectations, and we mm-hmm. were able to do it in his case as well. And he felt so inclined to write us a letter of recommendation as well. And how big was that? That um, that building, seventy-two thousand square feet. Yeah, and. The system that you did, how much does, is it a partial system or is it a full system or? At at the time, we didn't have the ground mount capabilities that uh, kind of brought down that that whole installation aspect price. So the roof really does dictate how much solar you can actually have. Mm -hmm. And we used the only available roof space that we could, both on the greenhouse and on top of the mansion. Now, do you do, um, do you do commercial as well? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What projects have you done there? Uh, we haven't done as many as we would like commercially. Uh, we're, we're growing a little bit farther, uh, but it's, it, you know, with commercial comes size and obviously comes price, and, and there's a little bit difference in how the tax credits work. Uh, they can work to the benefit, but we all know from a business standpoint, not everyone does taxes the same way. Mm-hmm. So it comes down to does it financially make sense for them to make that investment. Uh, there's a lot of them that it does, especially if they're on Empire Utilities or Liberty, because they get the rebate, and then there's the tax depreciation values that you might be able to take advantage of. I, I want to be very careful and not guarantee you that you can. Right. Uh, and then they still get the 30% tax credit as well. Uh, if they're an outlying area, especially like farms or anything that's basically outside of the Springfield area, there's also the REAP grant that would be capable of covering up to 25% of the cost if yeah. you are approved. Uh, cool thing about that is you apply for it, and if you're not approved for funding in the first year, you still have another year that you could sign back up and have the opportunity to get that again. Now, the REIT grant, is that for businesses or residential? Commercial only. Commercial only, okay. So it can be agricultural, agricultural commercial, or commercial businesses, whichever. Uh, I have a business in Ozark that's going to take advantage of it, even though it seems kind of not as rural as you think it would need to be, but it still qualifies because it's outside of the Springfield area. It's a USDA RD product. Okay. So um, their their stipulations are, I think, less than or more than 50,000 as a population. So then you could could help them walk through some of the different options to help fund the project absolutely and so with the with the regrant they also have funding available if they wanted to do their own funding or if they wanted to go with the usda for funding uh, they can also do that as well uh, and then we would kind of help them through the grant processing and getting their grants written uh, to to move forward with that project yeah that's i mean that's awesome i mean because most people don't know what's out there and available so you i mean obviously you're you're connected to that industry because right. of the associations that you're involved with and um, and th- those type of things. I was thinking on the Empire of the Liberty, what are they doing right now as far as rebates? Rebate is currently $0.25 cents, uh, per kilowatt. Okay. 20. Well, I mean, I guess on the initial... $0.25 cents per watt. Per watt, sorry. Per watt. Okay. So just a number grab. If your system were 10,000 watts, that would yield a $2,500 check uh, 30 days after you've installed. Wow. 
and the average size would be ten thousand to twelve thousand in, yeah. in most cases. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's pretty helpful. And you couple those with, you know, the other opportunities there. I mean, your cost of the system goes down, and your ROI definitely would come down. Yeah, commercially, Absolutely. it looks great. Several several situations, it looks great. Yeah, and if we can, you know, if we can actually incorporate that with green building, you know, foam and and, and some of the, you know, I tell people your HVAC windows. And your insulation are your three prongs, and if we can add on, you know, your system, well, then their utility bills are going to be, I mean, nothing. Yeah. No. Really. So did you get Lisa's number? She, I think they're wanting to put money on that. Yeah, Does your I husband want to go know? completely off grid. <laughs> oh my gosh. How do I do that? Well, completely off grid. First thing we're going to have to do is we're going to have to put a time limit on everything that you use in the home. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> we're going to have to add all that up and then tell you. Uh, or help you decide how long you want to use that uh, that microwave or how often you want to dry clothes. Well, you know those shows on, on different channels, and I, I watch them, but Preppers. like Tiny Homes and the Preppers oh, and yeah. all those. So they build these homes, and then they it looks like they've gone to, and there's nothing wrong with Harbor Freight, so don't call me. <laughs> <laughs> but they've gone to Harbor Freight, and they've got like a two-by-three-foot panel and they put out in a field, and that's going to power the whole house forever. It's, yeah. Yeah, and unfortunately, that we we hear about that, and then customers often wonder why we want to do so much more. Mm -hmm. And but the guy down the street did it for like five bucks, and it only took him <laughs> one weekend. So right. I could charge my iPhone on it. Right. Though. Right. <laughs> you can run a hair dryer it. for ten minutes. You're good. That's about it. But really, though, I mean. Going off grid is a complete lifestyle change. I mean, there's 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 no question about it, and there's no light part of that statement. It is a complete lifestyle change, and, and if you think it's otherwise, it, it, it's just simply not true. I mean, in in the way of going batteries and what it would take to completely run a home off grid uh, in, in the space that it would require, it just it's way more than what people actually realize. To the best of my knowledge, we've done one off grid, totally off grid situation. Not only did the solar have to be upsized to feed the home and the and charge the batteries, um, so there's that expense. And mm -hmm. then he even had a, a, a second or a, excuse me a third and a fourth power source. He had a backup generator because your batteries are not going to last forever. They will need to be charged. You right. will have cloudy days. And then he even had a wind turbine on top of that. Oh, so he better get a campfire because it's not going to work. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but I want to know where this is so that. You better get if a cardboard box. things go south, box. we all know where to go. Because <laughs> he's the only one that's prepared. Yeah. Right. <laughs> all right. My husband wants to build a bunker. I don't know. Well, we I might be worry. heading that way. I would definitely worry. <laughs> all right. So Skywire Solar, they're located in Ozark, Missouri. Uh, the telephone number is 300-9806. Their website is skywiresolar.com. Lisa, we've got one more joke. You ready? I caught her off guard. Go ahead. I'm gonna ask you. All right, go ahead. <laughs> why did the blonde? Why didn't the blonde pay for her solar installation bill? Well, because the salesman told her their panels would pay for themselves in a year. <laughs> <laughs> Tanya, she's my wife. Do not call me. <laughs> <laughs> she's blonde. <laughs> A lot smarter than I am, though. Uh, hey, if you need to get a hold of a hold of us, John Marion Custom Homes, you can always reach out to us at 417-356-3500. Our website is johnmarioncustomhomes.com. 
Uh, we have a Facebook page, Instagram too. Check those out too. Lisa does a great job with those. Uh, Scott, Mike, anything else that you want to say? I, you know, thank you so much for having us on there. If there's thank anything that we uh, we could help you with, feel free to give us a call. Uh, everything is just a matter of, of letting you know if it makes sense or not. Yeah, it's great technology. Uh, it's not right for every single project, but absolutely most projects it is. James, you are so welcome that I didn't give away the shop today with all the specials I was going to run for Skywire Solar. Anyway, hey, thank you for joining us. We will see you next week on Raising the Roof with